previously on Live at 605. You're not allowed to be on the phone. What? And I was like, what? Sorry, what? And then I was like, get the fuck away from me. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is so weird and creepy. John Mallon. And Val Gomez. from rainy downtown Toronto. Ugh, as opposed to sunny <sighs> New York City. Unfortunately, yes, not coming to you live from beautiful New York, New York, New York City. <laughs> we literally land, well, we've been back for about 24 hours now, yeah. but we just had a whirlwind, four-day fantastic trip to beautiful NYC. Yeah. And we got a lot to talk about this week. Mm-hmm. Like, my God, the last four days were insane yeah not even just for us but for all hockey lovers around the globe yes uh it's been a good week for canadian hockey fans in general only four out of the six teams made the playoffs totally unfortunately your toronto maple leaves did not but they did get rid of every single person who (laughs) works for the toronto maple leaves uh so okay so should we get into all the info so we can dive into this week. Look at you. You're earning that 49% by helping promote the podcast regularly. Yeah, I just want to make it. sure we have time to tell all the crazy stories. Please, yes. So if you want to get in contact with me, and thank you again for everyone who added me to... Oh, you have more Instagram <laughs> I got followers. more Instagram and Twitter followers. Just a couple. You know, we're still starting the season. <laughs> so if you want to follow me, it's Val Gomez 23 And this is a great week to actually add me or check our Instagram. Oh, yeah, it is. It is. It is, because you get to see all the um, Insta collages that we posted um, from our New York trip, from MSG to like concerts to Comedy Cellar. It was just like a really awesome adventure this weekend. Yeah, and you can hit me up. I actually did get a couple new followers on Instagram this week, oh. which pushes my grand total, I believe, to 67. <laughs> We've actually had the same amount of people in our apartment for house parties. Yeah, and I haven't really checked who started to follow me on Instagram. I'm pretty sure two out of the three new followers were sex bots, so <laughs> we'll see if they want to sell me Viagra or enlarge my junk or something like that. But you can follow me. How would a picture want you to do that? Well, it's always like click this link to like make your junk 10 times bigger or something like that. Don't you get those? Maybe it's only because of my email. I I almost gave up my actual email account. But I was like, I always get like those junk mails. Yeah. Oh my God, I'm going to sneeze. I can feel it. I always get those. Touch your nose. Isn't that what it is? (coughs) Ew. (coughs) Bless you. Oh, That's disgusting. (laughs) Anyways, there's emails where it's like, want to increase the girth of your dick by 10 inches or something? I don't know. I don't know why we're jumping we on this. this whole chunk out of the podcast? Yes, we will. <laughs> okay. Not on camp. To not see pictures of my junk, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter. I will be tweeting lots. Of, I always tweet fun stuff. And Instagram, I post a couple of good things from New York as well. And then Facebook.com slash Live at 605. We got some more likes on there this week. Mm-hmm. So... Do that to get pictures, videos, and all the content that you want yeah. and more from the podcast. It's also been a great week for downloads again. Like, our stats have, like, consistently gone up since last season, which is unbelievably amazing. Yeah. And so, so much so is, like, we usually dip off, like, after, like, give it four days from the, like, the yeah. premiere usually episode. Yeah, by the weekend it dips down But it hasn't yet. So, just want to thank all of you crazy cool listeners again. And it's all over the world, too. Like, it's not just Toronto, Ottawa, where we have lots of friends and family. It's just, like, uh, everywhere, like, UK Mm -hmm. and just, I don't know, everywhere. Australia, (laughs) we had some. Indonesia. 
Indonesia, why do they call it? Wow. Soviet? And uh, yeah, Japan, a, a bunch of cool places where they don't even speak English as the, the main language.、Mm-hmm. So that is very cool. We appreciate all that kind of stuff. And as we're doing this, it just started to pouring, start pouring rain outside. I know. It's also today is the Blue Jays' home opener. Is the dome closed? I, I would hope so. You can't get that new turf wet. <laughs> I'm kind of sick、rough. of the Blue Jays not having like real grass. I know.、And、I promise this isn't going to be like a sports podcast, but <laughs> part I, of it is. Part of it is, yeah. Oh yeah, I guess so. We did <laughs> do some fun, cool stuff. But I was reading articles about it was like, should you go to the Blue Jays home opener? And it's just like everyone talking about having awful experiences because of drunk, belligerent idiots and stuff、I、like、know. that. I know. We actually went to one home opener and we vowed never to go again because it was like. Fights broke out in our areas. I think like the dude beside me was like, yeah, like we were drinking, but he was like wasted.、Wow. You have like, like a couple of drinks and just、yeah. have fun. This guy next to you was like, everyone was yelling at him because、yeah. he's trying to get people to do the wave, and we're like,、yeah. fuck off, the, you're not gonna、yeah. do this. His ass was showing. He was like trying to get you to do stuff. <laughs> yeah, he called somebody a whore. Yeah, <laughs> like in the front. <laughs> so it's just like crazy, and like even、yeah. like a few years ago, we went to like the third game of the season, and still fights were breaking out.、Yeah. So. I just hope that the if the Blue Jays make the playoffs finally,、yeah. that those crowds aren't as bad as like the home opener crowds.、Mm-hmm. This is a good segue.、Mm-hmm. Playoff segue. You want to talk playoff stuff or? No, I want to talk. Go into like our New York trip because why we went there initially. Exactly, but I feel like we should even go further back to do the sponsor this week. Oh yeah. About、uh, the people we meet. I swear, sometimes, I swear we could just. Go for a walk around the block, and we get podcast stories like you and I waiting for a ferry. Oh my god! We got a、yeah. podcast story out of waiting for a ferry that that takes ten seconds to cross to go to the <laughs> airport. So crazy! So if you guys have ever flown Porter in Toronto, or if you haven't, basically you have to take a ferry to get onto the air, get to the airport because it's on an island. So it comes every fifteen minutes, and it's probably the equivalent of walking. Two blocks, yeah, kind of thing. It's not like a long ferry ride at all. It's like probably like three minutes. It's, if、uh, yeah, it's like a stone's throw away, basically.、Yeah. And they're building an underground tunnel, which will be great. You can walk under. You don't have to wait、mm-hmm. for the ferry. But you and I、uh, left for New York Thursday morning, right? Yeah. So I always like to give ourselves a little <laughs> bit of extra time because even before this, hold on, I keep forgetting things.、Mm-hmm. I always like to print our tickets before, so we can just show up and breeze、mm-hmm. through security, right? Because we don't like to check bags, we ba-、no. pack lightly. So I'm checking us in online, print my ticket out, and then I get a message saying that I'm not able to print your ticket out. You can only <laughs> check in through an agent at Porter. I know, and we've actually never had like I swear to God, we've never had this issue happen to us beforehand. So I thought that this was really weird. We get to like we take, so we get to the Porter. Yeah.、Area. So fast forward the next day, we get to Porter. We try and go to the kiosk before we get on the ferry to print my ticket. Yeah. And we still couldn't. Yeah. So it still like, says fuck it. Must see someone inside.、We're、like this is. I'm like, did I fill out your、totally. information wrong? So this leads firstly into the sponsor, which goes out to the old man who I don't know、no! where you're going or where if you're coming or going. So we're first in line for the ferry. Yeah. And there's an older gentleman. I would say early seven in his seventies, probably right. Yeah. And he kind of he's behind us, and he just politely asks us. He's like, he's like, where are you guys flying to? And we're like, oh, we're going to Newark, or we're going to New York via Newark. Yeah. He's like, oh yeah, I'm going to Sudbury. He's like, what's the holdup? I'm like,、uh, well, we're waiting for the ferry. He's like, oh, there's a ferry. <laughs> he's like, oh yeah, I forgot about that. I, I no, he never said I forgot. No, I'm pretty sure he. No, he, he was like genuinely like, "There's a ferry." 
But and I was like, how did you get here? Because so he, he was like, he's from Sudbury. He's flew in from Sudbury because he said Toronto has the best doctors. Right. So I'm like, okay, like, and he was a very nice guy, nice Super older nice. guy to start off. And we're like, oh, there's a ferry. He's like, oh, okay, I didn't know that. I'm like, yeah, it's on the way now. And then mm-hmm. we cross, we'll be good to go. He's mm-hmm. like, okay, great. Uh, ferry shows up. We get on. We go to the front of the ferry. The guy's behind us. And he just starts talking to us, mm-hmm. which I'm like, okay, he's a nice enough older gentleman. Remember last week when I said there's either really nice, sweet old people or awful old people, right? Totally. This guy was a nicer older person. <laughs> yeah. And he starts asking us, oh, you're going to Newark? Or like, no, we're going to New York. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, I'm, I used to live in New Jersey. Yeah. We're talking that. We're talking like... Uh, we talked hockey. Talk hockey. He's like, I used to be a left wing for something. And, and you're like, like, oh, are you a goalie? And yeah. the guy like looked like he's playfully he punched, punched you. He punched me. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> Like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> He's like, no, I was a fighter. I'm like, well, if you're going to fight someone, fight me, please. <laughs> yeah. Like, what the hell are you doing over here? And then he's just talking. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to Sudbury. He's like, the best doctors are here. And he was just talking like, I, I don't know. He was just. It just, okay. So I think the thing is that what John is trying to get to is the fact that this guy is talking, but he doesn't actually seem like he knows where he's going. Like, he keeps saying, like, the best doctors are in Toronto. He doesn't know that Porter had a ferry, which seems weird because it's like, how did you get here then? Yeah. Right? And then... He's also like, oh, he's like, my flight... We get there, it's like, I say, 11 a.m. Yeah. He's like, yeah, my flight's not till like 2.30 or 3 o'clock and I want to get a breakfast, but my taxi driver wouldn't let me. He it's drove just, me right here. I'm like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> it's just like, it's a little weird. So then we get into... We finally get off the ferry and I felt bad. I was like, Are, is this one of those things where we should walk with the guy? Like, because we've been talking the whole... like. The three-minute ferry ride. Well, if we didn't have your issue going on. Yeah. Like, if we had our tickets yes. like, ready to go through security, I'd say yes. But I'm like, we got to figure out. Like, I didn't Why? know if we had our own issue. Like, totally. I was already not stressed out but anxious to get that resolved so, and figure out. So we end up walking to the check-in. And there's two ways to go in the Toronto Porter Airport. As is most airports, you can go international or domestic flights. And so Sudbury, for those of you who don't live in Ontario... <laughs> That's domestic. Yes. Right? It's probably like a f- like an hour plane ride maybe yeah, if away kind of thing. It's not a far city. And so we see this gentleman, like bless his heart, literally go to the international side. Yeah. So I was like, like what, what the, the shit? Fuck? Right? And so I was like, John, I was like, what is if he doesn't know where he's going? Like, I think he has like Alzheimer's. And hold it. First of all, he went straight to the security line. I'm like, this guy didn't know that a ferry took him across the island. I highly doubt he was able to print off his own ticket. I know. And so, so, so sad. So I'm like, uh, I remember saying to you, I'm like, I don't think Sudbury. I'm like, that's the U.S. Uh, international area. I'm like, I don't think Sudbury is in the U.S. Like, it's no. a joke. Anyways, fuck, fuck that. We'll get to that later on, more of that. Yeah. So we get to the front of the line. And all of a sudden, John gets his stuff, goes through or whatever. And they're trying to figure out my ticket. And she's like, oh. And she's like, so you've been randomly selected. Randomly. Randomly. Hmm. I was like, F that. She's like, you've been randomly selected to go through, like, multiple multiple screenings. And I was like, what? And then she's just like, okay. And I was like, and I kind of asked her, I was like, what do you you mean random? Right? And then she's like, what don't you get by random? And I was like, I've never had this before. And I'm like, John is usually the one who gets, like, swabbed and stuff in the security, which seems like it's randomly selected. I understand when you're going through security and the detector, randomly, what, let's just say one out of eight people are going to get secondary searched. That's random. Yeah. This one was you were flagged 
from previous the, when we purchased your ticket and to the point where she's like I have to write four S's on your card, which means that, like, you're – have to do all these secondary things. Yeah, like, and the- so I was like, are you serious? And so I was, like, already, like, a little peed. Then she's like, it's good for training. Yeah. And I was like, what? And so I always got, like, really irritated because I can't remember where we flew back from. But remember that time they were training – I think it was in our Europe flight or to Ottawa or something. Oh, no, it was – it was in uh- – from London to Paris. And so I had to like empty like my entire suitcase and the guy's like, oh, it's just training. And I was like, what? And we almost what? missed our flight. Right? So either way, we go through. John, you, your hands still got swabbed, didn't they? So, yeah. So we go through. First of all, I remember saying to yourself, I'm like, so you got random uh, secondary screen. Interesting, they chose Gomez over Malin. <laughs> yeah. I'm not saying anything, but as a white man, it'd be nice yeah. that my Irish sounding name and your ethnic sounding so name. Brutal. So anyways, you go through first and instantly they, well, they see your card and like, okay, you gotta go, mm-hmm. you gotta do like the, the body scanner. The body scan. They gotta swab your hands, all this. I'm like, okay, cool. I don't have a bag. It's just my jacket because we had to check our bag. Yeah. I walked through and the guy's like, you've randomly been selected to be searched. <laughs> I'm like, oh, fuck off. Like every time it happens. Maybe they've heard the podcast and think we're like literally like out to target somebody. <laughs> Maybe. So he like swabs my hand. He's like, okay, when your bag comes out, we have to search that. I was mm-hmm. like, okay. I didn't say anything because I wanted because I'm like, fuck you guys. So then my, my, my jacket comes out and I'm like, that's all I have. Like, that's it. I'm like, yeah. Like, okay, we don't need to search you then. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so meanwhile, I'm on the other side, and they're like, okay, you've been randomly selected. And then I go to the, like, area. The guy's like, okay, come through. And I'm like, okay. And he's like, how do you turn this machine on? And I'm like, like, what? what? <laughs> right? And then they're like, yeah, I don't know how to do this. Let's go call that guy. So they kind of call somebody over. And I was like, are you freaking kidding me? I am in, like, a training process. So then this other person comes on, and she's like, oh, I think this takes a really long time to boot up. And I was like, we don't have time for this. Like, it's just so frustrating. Literally, I go and stand in, and then, like, I come out, and the woman's like, do you want to see what happens? And I was like, no. Uh-huh. Right? And so, like, all it was was a giant screen that says, okay, with, like, really? with a green background. And I was like, this is so ridiculous. She's like, okay, you're good to go. And I'm like, this was the biggest waste of time. Like, you could have equally done this without, like, just put me, like like, pulled me out of the line, like, when we were going through security. So I was just, like, irritated. And then they're like, okay, hold on to this because you have to get, like, you might have to show it at customs and stuff. And I was like, what? So that was the shitty thing was, like, hold on to your boarding pass. You might have to show it in when you land in New York. And I was so worried that when we landed and go through customs there, they were going to pull us aside. And that would be, like, super thorough. And, like, yeah. we'd spend hours there. Keep in mind, we flew Thursday after, early afternoon, our hockey game was that night. So it's like left very little room for delays and this and that. Totally. So as we go through and we're getting all our stuff off the conveyor belt, mm-hmm. who do we see behind us now somehow? The old man's back. I know. And they're just like, sir, sir, you can't go through here with your bag. And he's like, my bag. They said I need to check my bag. <laughs> oh, my I'm like, no, God. you have to check your bag. And I'm like, how is this? How, like, how, but I was like, how did he even get through to this point? Because like, yeah. some doesn't somebody check your boarding pass? Like, Right before yeah. you start going through everything, and so so obviously, so yeah, so he's this whole thing's going on with him. We go downstairs to the lounge, to the lounge, get a snack and a drink, sit down, and a few minutes later, do we not see him? This old man made it downstairs, which leads me to ask: This guy was not going to Sudbury. No. Where the hell is he going? To? No idea. He wasn't on our flight. Like could have been a ghost. Could have been a. <laughs> there was so my many. Damn mind. No, there you... was like so many elderly people there. He could have been like the ghost of Porter past. 
Yeah, and then you need to give me a little bit of credit. We were sitting at the table, and like the old man's here. You looked behind me, saw another old man. You're like, that's not him. Don't you remember that? Yeah, because that wasn't him. <laughs> well, I wasn't talking about that guy. I was talking about the actual old guy. No, that guy wasn't there yet. You're such a shit. Right? John likes to spray in, like, stereotype like every old white man. Fuck all the old white men. <laughs> so, so, I just felt so bad. Like, we genuinely don't know what happened to this person. If you're, like, approximately living anywhere close to Sudbury and you know somebody 70 years plus of age... And the, the nicest, like, super chill. Except for when he punched you. Yeah, I don't know why he punched me. <laughs> so, that was a little fucked up. <laughs> but he started giggling. He did. I think he, I don't even know. I think he thought him. he made a funny. Yeah. <laughs> when actually he just made a duty in his pants, probably. Come on now. Anyway, that was your sponsor for this week's podcast. <laughs> so... I don't think anything happened on the flight. How was the flight for you? Did you did you throw up or no, anything? No, I did not throw up. Thank God. I stayed away from apple juice. I've learned my lesson. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's a pretty smooth flight. So we land, and here we are, worried again, going through customs that we get secondary search. Mm-hmm. Apparently, I said something very funny when we went through. Do you want to <laughs> explain that? So we always have to go through, and you, um, I don't know, I assume this is everywhere. If you live with your partner for over a certain amount of time, you're considered common law in Canada, right? Mm. I, it's either six months or a year. I can't remember. John and I have been living together for three years. And I'm like, I don't Podcasting need, for two. <laughs> podcasting for two, dating for almost six. So we're, we've been together, right? So the weird thing is, is that we fill out the customs card. Super traditional. I always put John's name first, then my own. And so we go through. The guy calls John up. And then I go up with them. We stand there, and the guy's like, so, uh, what's your relation? John's like, common law? Common law. <laughs> right? So, and it, was, it was just the way you said it made me think you didn't even believe we were common law. <laughs> uh, every time something like that, I have to say something like that, I'm like, is that a real thing? Even the other day when Life I... Life partner. <laughs> yesterday when... <laughs> yesterday when we got home, we were super hungry and tired, so I just got us a sub. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, can you get me an assorted sub? And even when I was in line, I'm like... Is that a real thing? Yes, so the guy's it like, is. what do you want? I'm like, roast beef and bacon. And then an assorted sub. <laughs> As if like it was if I say it weirdly, he'll believe me. <laughs> it just seems like you doubt it. You're like, what do I categorize ourselves as? Married, single, common law. Common law. <laughs> so I think the guy felt like we were like so intense. So Yeah. Oh, okay, wait. So we, before we go any further, I wrote down this note. Mm-hmm. So this week's episode, if mistake, correct me if I'm mistaken, is called NYC Mustard on the Beat. Yeah, buddy. Do, do you just want to, before we get into all our New York stuff, can you explain to people why it's called NYC <laughs> Mustard on the Beat, please? So there's two reasons. Okay. The first reason is that, again, I went to the gym uh, sometime, I think, last week or the week before, and I was listening to the Always On Songs of... Uh, make new playlists, and so my swag anthems was gone. Mm. But then <laughs> I remember being like, "There's a song John and I rap to, and Is it's it? like, yeah, which one? Remember, and it's like, uh, something, something mustard. Oh yeah, that's Little Wayne's Go DJ. Okay, you, oh, wait. Okay, you're okay, but what's it? Oh wait. Oh yeah, I forget what it is, but keep going. Yeah. So it's something, something mustard, and so people wanna leave because you ate nothing. But people, yeah, it's like people wanna, wanna stay when, when you, you say, say you yeah, had the mustard. mustard. 
And so I love that because there's only certain rap lyrics I remember. I'm so high. I'm never coming. Damn. Just met a girl. Said she from the H town. I said my name is Drizzy. Ain't nobody realer. Cup inside a cup, smoking. Ghost face killer. Got these papas going crazy. Jigga, I'm the man. Sent your girl a letter. Message, told her see her when <laughs> I, I Send me one back. But I ain't never re- read it. Cause pussy only pussy, ah! and I get it when I need it. <laughs> That's why everyone claps for us. <laughs> Something about the mustard. <laughs> <laughs> so either way, I, I only reference like I knew what mustard was in rap uh, vernacular. Mustard? I don't know. It's probably, it's probably like some good thing, right? Like mustard is like a good thing. Like it's like the icing on your cake. Well, in that song you're referring to, mustard just refers to Little Wayne paying for all his friends. So when he's out of mustard, he's out of paying for food. They're leaving because they're fake friends. Yeah, but then, okay, so pressing forward, I saw a song's a playlist called Mustard on the Beat. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, did you understand what that meant? I just thought it meant like the icing on the cake, like the mustard on the beat just kicked up the swag account. Yeah. So So what it actually means is there is a producer called DJ Mustard, and and you'll know it's a DJ Mustard song because any song he produces, there's Mm -hmm. a voiceover at the start that goes, Mustard on the Beat, ho, or like Mustard on the Beat, bitch. So he's produced, I'm trying to see what songs uh, people might know him for, but did you like it? Of course I did. It's so funny to like do weights too, but then I was like, okay, the second meaning of this is that we, when we're in New York, John and I always like to be, um, what you call it, taken for locals, yeah. and so I'm like, that's my claim to fame in New York. If I can be like, somebody asked me for directions or like confirm directions or like best like places to eat at i'm like when we look like we belong here but um i was like oh local mustard is a thing and then i was like the hell's local mustard we're local mustard we're the local icing on the cake right but then i was like okay clearly let's just call it new york mustard right because yeah that's that's nyc mustard on the beach yeah He's like a southern producer, so he's done like Two Chains and YG mm-hmm. and TI, and he does the uh, "I Don't Fuck with You" Big Sean song, mm-hmm. and he's done Wiz Khalifa. So there you go. When so let's get into this yeah. vacation, yo. Get into New York, and we were staying at the beautiful Grand Hyatt, mm-hmm. centrally located at Grand Central Station, right in the heart of downtown New York. 40 second in Lexington, Midtown Manhattan. Yeah. What up? What were your impressions? I thought it was an awesome location. We stayed at like the Hilton, the Radisson. You've stayed at the Yotel. The Yotel, nighttime hotel, all kinds of shit. Which is not a burlesque house for some of those <laughs> who think it is. No. Um, either way, it was awesomely located. It couldn't be better, like just to get around areas. It was super clean. The room was like huge. Like even though we weren't at, like we weren't staying at the hotel to like be in the hotel all the time. Yeah. It was just like really convenient, really good service and whatnot. <laughs> Except for one thing. What's up? When the stupid maid threw my money. Oh yeah, well. That nah, might have been my fault. <laughs> let's see. If you work, basically one day you we leave money for the maid, which mm-hmm. you should always most, tip your waiter. Always tip tip your waiter. <laughs> and here's a tip: some people wait to the end of their stay to tip no, like twenty dollars. No, the re- like some people might be like, here's $20 for the end of their stay. 
don't do that because not the same maid cleans your room every day. No. And so it's like you want to tip your waiters. But it's also set the tone. Tip on the first day. Yeah. Right? And then that way you ensure good service. Exactly. But it's also like if you're in the United States, maybe give them U.S. cash and not six loonies from so, Canada. So, okay. Here's, a, here's two fun stats. I think the U.S. is trying to implement a $1 coin, Yeah. which I didn't realize. So some of those coins may have been $1 U.S. coins. Possibly. Possibly. But we had been there, and John gave the tip on the first day. And on the second day, because we had been out so much, and I was using my, like, we only brought, like, $150 in U.S. cash, mm. right? And then everything else I was throwing on my credit card. I only had a few $1 bills or smaller note bills, like $5 bills left and so it wasn't enough to leave a tip or i'd have to leave like a ten dollar tip right and so i was like okay screw it even though the exchange rate isn't great i'll leave like six like loonies some of which could have been american one dollar coins that could be like close to damn near ten dollars american so literally we go out come back and like our room is clean are the coins not scattered all over the floor floor, (laughs) as if she was like fuck you and your like gold coins and like whipped the bed sheet up and they all went flying all over the damn place. Exactly. Which is so ridiculous because I don't know if you saw it, but I also left a thank you note. I did see that. Mm -hmm. And I think thank you notes are nice, but American dollars are probably a little bit nicer. Whatever. Bitch, please. I can't afford. Our exchange rate sucks. Exactly. So one of the things we've been trying to, a lot of people told us we had to go to was Shake Shack. Mm -hmm. I've been there a bunch of times and finally... I never been. No, before the hockey game Thursday night, we're like, we have some time, we're hungry. Yeah. Let's go fuck around with some burgers and fries from the Shake Shack. Mm-hmm. And so Shake Shack's again like right around Times Square, great location. There's actually locations everywhere. We just went to the one in Times Square. Turns out we could have gone to a less busy one, like two minutes away from where we were staying. Yeah. But uh, I want to see what your experience with Shake Shack was. So I think it's like, um, I won't say it's like the best burger I ever had. I think it's like, it's good. Like, I guess the burgers are on par with like Burger Priest, mm. maybe. But I do think Burger Priest is a bit better. Yeah. I thought the fries were amazing there, actually. So if I could like actually put a bunch of different burger places together, it would make a great environment. I think half why I like Shake Shack was the experience of doing it was a lot more cool. Yeah, and it's just, like, it's a fun atmosphere. Like, the mm-hmm. cooks and stuff are, like, singing and having fun. It's, yeah. always, it's always busy. Like, we had to wait outside in line to get in. Mm-hmm. Much like Burger Priest. Exactly. All right, but without further ado, the whole reason why we went to New York was mm-hmm. way back in, I realized this, way back in probably September, mm-hmm. I bought tickets because I remember I bought tickets the day Rangers tickets went on sale. Wow. And I bought his tickets uh, to go see Ottawa Senators against New York Rangers. Yes. Second last game of the year. So I bought, bought them in September before the season starts. Season starts, and here I know I got you these tickets, but you weren't going to find out till your birthday, end of December. Right. October happens. Yeah, we kind of are okay. November, sends. Sends. Yeah. November happens. Uh, sends kind of suck. Your birthday comes around, end of December. Sends are like awful. They're way out of it. Totally. I'm like... I'm like, we're so excited to go. It's a trip, a chance to go to New York. Yeah, and it's also an opportunity to see, like, just Madison Square Garden, right? Like, I still think it's just going to be, like, a cool trip no matter what. Yeah, so January, February. January is even worse, right? We're 15 points out of a playoff spot. Mm -hmm. February happens. We get this this goalie called the Hamburglar. All of a sudden, we start winning. Does it not turn out the night of our game, biggest game of the season, if we win, we're 
uh, in a playoff slot with one game left to go. Like, it's really, really it's huge. It like becomes, like, a huge clinching game. And so, like, every time John and I watch a hockey game, like, we get, like, actual chest pains. Yeah, it's Like, it's good. so stressful. I think every Sense fan, like, the last, like month of games have all felt like playoff games. Like, it's oh, just yeah. been, like, unbelievable. And every, it's, like... Every it, game's been the biggest game up until whatever the next game is. So, for those of you guys who don't follow hockey, it was between us, Pittsburgh, Det- and Boston, uh, Boston, and, Detroit, and Detroit to a certain degree. So, we're playing the Rangers, who already clinched a playoff the, spot. The, the top team in the league. We got to see them get the President's uh, trophy, which mm-hmm. is awarded to the team with the most points in the regular season. Yeah, so it was really great. So we get to Madison Square Garden. Never been there before. No, I've only walked like a lot down the street. I know where it was. Mm-hmm. So we get there, and what would you say the security process is like to get into Madison Square Garden? It was like actually on par with what I feel like is like trying to get into like the UN. Yeah. It was insane. Insane. There's like three checkpoints three checkpoints and so like we could have had a ton of sponsors i realized yeah uh, like there's one coming up oh, in this story I just but like this. okay so we go through one round of security check which is fair like new york's been put through the ringer so like yeah, of course total understanding about this stuff and it's but the most legendary stadium in all of hockey not the bell center Ooh. oh woof. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just like we end up going through I get, like, you have, like, a magic wand. My bag gets opened. I have to, like, open my jacket. You it's had so like, much security screening that day. I had so much day. security screening. Like, I should have just worn a fucking onesie and called it a day. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't even know. It was so intense. We end up going through. And, like, it's weird because I guess Madison Square Garden and everyone was saying to us had just been redone, like, three years ago. Yeah, just, like, massive renovations. And a lot of people said it was, like, a stink hole. Yeah, like, which right. I was like, okay, I'll take it. It doesn't even matter at this point. But we kept just, like, walking into it. And it felt like you were almost going to, like, the center of the earth. Like, it just kept getting in. And you couldn't even see the actual arena yet, which is no. so different than, like, the ACC or, or the like... CTC. Yeah. Like, just, you walk in and then... You scan your ticket and you're there. Like, it's easy. Yeah. This one, like, you're walking, going upstairs, rounding corners, all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm crazy. So we finally get to, like, pass the physical pat-downs to the place where you actually show your tickets to get through, to go through a bunch of staircases and stuff. And the woman's like, okay, do you have your ticket? And John actually got the tangible, like, real ticket, not, like, a printout yeah, PDF I like, file. I like the souvenir of getting, like, an actual ticket ticket. Mm-hmm. So I give the woman my ticket, and then she, like, looks at it, scans it, and then she's like, I think she started to do yours. No, no, no. What she did was she looked at, she got your ticket, scanned it, and without missing a beat, before it even scanned in, she said, this is counterfeit. And I was like, Like, excuse me? And I was like, excuse me? And then I think you jumped in. Yeah, I was like, no, no, no. And then, like, I was about to say, like, do you see how much money I fucking paid for these tickets? (laughs) I was about to lose it because I was still hungry. I like. I think I said, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. No, no, no. Was that? <laughs> I said, no, no, no. And then she, then her fucking thing worked, and she's like, oh yeah, you're right. I'm like, yeah, it's like, of think, course we're fucking great. You think I don't know where I'm going with tickets? <laughs> no. Goes back to when I go to. You don't know. You don't think I know where I'm sitting? <laughs> exactly. I know where I'm sitting. We have the worst luck with any arenas. And yeah. so either way, we finally get through. We have to walk up like a bajillion stairs. I didn't even say thank you when she scammed me. No, ticket. I was like, what a sea bag. <laughs> and so was she the one I called the whore? 
<laughs> no. <laughs> that was just some random person on the street. <laughs> she had it coming, whoever yeah, it was. But either way, um, what you're going to call it, we finally get to our seats. They were nuts. You came to bat Ooh, for section, those. Section, was it 108, I think? So, mm-hmm. yeah, they're your birthday present. And it's just like, I like we like to do cool shit. We deserve it. We work hard. Uh, we like to have fun. And so we get our section 108, like, row 15, I think. Totally. And we're right on the aisle seats one and two. And so we're in, like, a corporate section, I think. Like, a box area. Yeah, because we got, like, basically the, this really cool, sassy lady. She's like... Suzette. Mm, Suzette. She's like, hey, baby, just so you know, <laughs> yeah. you don't got any, don't know where. Yeah, menu right here. I'll bring you <laughs> yeah. your food, you drink. You just tell me if you need anything. <laughs> like, super sweet, but also you could tell, like, she was sassy. She was sassy. And she had a big old butt. Cause oh, it she was had a like, big old ass. Because there was a point where I was like, yo, guy, I can't even see the net. Like, I can't see her around your that big ass, old though. butt. It was so funny. Like, so funny. So, yeah, we get there, we're sitting, and we get there probably about 10 minutes before the game starts. Now, let me ask you this. Were you a little nervous to, like, show your sense your like were you how were you thinking about being like an enemy territory oh completely nervous yeah um i think it was just like i didn't obviously we wouldn't get beaten up or anything no. but like you always get nervous like who are you sitting beside and i was sitting i don't know how i end up with <laughs> yeah. this i'm sitting beside like a guy who looks like he could have been fucking sprung from jail yeah he was like the biggest dude in the world we're in and, the like, corporate a- section all these like business wall street dudes and then you somehow sat next like this giant like lumberjack of a man totally who could have had like the scorpion on his head yeah teardrop right? tattoos he totally was like bleeding into my seat and yeah. then i was just like okay probably not gonna like be as obnoxious as I usually am watching a game, just in case you kill me. Well, um, having said that, you were very loud still. Like, as you should. I know. As everyone, like, in a fun way. Yeah. So I think the crazy thing was, was that in front of us, though, there was, like, a kid and, like, a bunch of, like, different age men. Yeah. And so, like, some were dressed up in suits, some were, like, in, like, sweaters and a dress shirt. And so, like, there was, like, older men, younger men, businessmen, mm. like, Bay Street poser men. Yeah. And so they were just, like, constantly talking, and they, like, clearly knew Suzette, the uh, the The. server lady. And so the game starts. Friggin' hell. Like, we're obviously not going to tell you the whole game, like, play for play. But friggin', I was like, John, all I want to do is see at least one goal. So we've been to, I think, five hockey games. Yeah. Uh, we've been to one win, four losses. Yeah. And, like, we've been to games where we've scored, and then it got discounted. like what didn't count so yeah. and we've lost a lot of games and by, we like, previously just lost to the rangers like the week prior the one the only game the hamburglers ever lost yeah, is to the rangers in regulation in regulation so uh yeah and it's the game starts we just want to see a goal and are people not just walking up and down through aisles like just like oh hey man what's i'm like sit the fuck sit down. down like wait till the 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 whistle's blown yeah so we're sitting there watching, and all of a sudden, uh, number 93, Mika jab. Yep. deflects buddy. a puck into the net. We start going crazy. We're scoring. We're yeah. cheering this and that. There's a, few, there's a bunch of Suns yeah. fans there, none sitting beside us, but still. And do they not instantly wave that damn goal off and not go, even no like, goal? No goal. Not even, like, let's recheck it. And I was like, oh, my God, these refs hate us. Not only was it a no goal, but we got a penalty on the damn Which play. Which is so freaking insane. And so, okay, fast forward, fast forward, fast forward. Kill the penalty, yeah. which is great. Game starts going again. Yeah. Sense yeah. friggin' pick up the energy. Yeah. We pick up our energy. Yeah. And we end up scoring a goal. Woo! And so it was a pretty cool experience. Because like, I haven't seen a goal in four years. You haven't seen a goal in four years. <laughs> but it was weird and cool and interesting and fun to cheer when no one else... 
19,000 people were not cheering, but there's no. probably like 100 Sens fans there cheering. Totally. And there's people in different sections, and you can see everyone standing up who was cheering, and we cheered. Yeah. And it was it was cool. Like, the one thing I did appreciate was the crowd there was actually really cool, really nice. We can talk more about that in a second. But, every, like, no one was, like, yelling at us. No one, like... No. I think it's also because it's, like, New York already claimed a playoff spot. Yeah. They're, like, top of the league. So it's just, like, the, nothing was really at stake no, for no, them. No, no, for sure. Kind of thing. But, like, it was fun. Like, I said, so they score. And then about two minutes later, we score again. Boo! We started cheering. And we're talking. I'm like, oh, crap. I'm like, I missed who scored. Who was that? Yeah. Because not, like, the eight-year-old kid in front of us turn around and just like, that was... Uh, Mike, or that was Clark MacArthur. Yeah. I'm like, oh, thanks, Lies. Like, yeah, that was a good goal, and he's been doing good this season. So it's like. So it was really nice to talk to, like, even like a little kid who was like clearly like he, he was, was a big fan. He was a big fan of just like hockey in general. And then I guess what is like his coach slash maybe his grandfather yeah. was there who also used to play in Ottawa. Well, so we like during the intermission, uh, we were like kind of talking to the kid and, and this older guy who has like white hair. And he just, we're talking. He looked about, fit. Like he, yeah. looked, he looked like a fit dude. But he looked like he was probably in his 60s or something. Yeah. And we're, they're like, oh, are you guys from Ottawa? I'm like, oh, I'm from Ottawa, but we both live in Toronto, this yeah. and that. He's like, oh, I used to play for the Ottawa 67s. He's like, I know Ottawa really well. I was like, really? <laughs> but I didn't know, like, I didn't want to pressure him and be like, what's your name? Or like, what did you do? Because he could have yeah. just played for the 67s and never played hockey. Like in the But NHL. he looked familiar. Like both yeah. of us were just like, you look like somebody. You so now like I'm someone. like, we could have been sitting in front of like that. Like, I don't even know, like an incredible player. Yeah. And we wouldn't even know it. Right. And then we're talking and people are like, oh, so what's, how are the sense chances this and that? We're yeah. like, oh, we need Boston to lose. And everyone's like, oh yeah, screw Boston. We don't want Boston yeah. to win either. And, like, throughout the game, like, the guy in front of us, he's like, oh, you're like, here's the Boston score, Boston. Totally. This and that. So, get to the third period, super close, 2 nothing. Like, everyone's getting excited and cheering. Yeah. And then we ended up coming away with the big win. Woo! 3 nothing. Which was awesome. And it's crazy. Just, like, as we're winning, like, the people in our sections are like, oh, congratulations. Like, yeah. good game, this and that. And we're like, see, we're being, I figure... We weren't like drunk dick no. people from out of town being like, fuck the Rangers. Yeah. We were also being nice, being like, oh, are you guys excited to be the first like totally. first place? Did you enjoy your Stanley yeah. Cup run last year? We were cheering year? like when certain things happened and like when Lundquist made like really intense save, we would clap and yeah. stuff. So. so there's this main guy sitting in front of us. His name was Tom. Yes. Because Suzette was always like, hey, baby, hey, Tom, you do this and that. <laughs> and so he's like wheeling and dealing. He's bringing people in and out of his section. He's yeah. like in a suit but has a Rangers hat on. Yeah. And at the end of the game, as he's walking by, he's like, oh, good win. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, yeah, well, maybe we'll see you guys in the playoffs because mm-hmm. there's a good chance we could play the Rangers. And he's like, yeah, if you do, don't expect to sit in these seats again. They'll be too expensive for you. And I'm, I'm like, what? Dick. So you, I didn't hear him say that, but it's he just. He said it like, at, not, he said it kind of backhandedly as a joke. Yeah. But you what could, a dick, though. You could tell you're in your jersey. I'm in my sense shirt. He's probably like, who are these two, like, kids sitting in these yeah. really, like, good seats? But like, it's like, dude, you didn't pay for these seats. Your pro- fucking company did. Yeah. Right? They're probably, like, stealing money, like, corporate money exactly. or something like that. Like, <laughs> fuck your ass. Sounds like a person we'd know. Yeah. <laughs> so, either way. It was just like, if I heard him say that, I would have, like, lost my shit. Oh, I said it, like, as a backhanded compliment. Like, good win, but, you know, you guys won't be able to come back here. That's, and- a, that's a backhanded insult. I know. I don't, I don't, yeah, whatever. So, it just made me laugh. I'm like, oh, I'm, I hope he got under your skin, dude. Totally. So, my favorite thing will be because, dun 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 
Fast forward, we are in the playoffs. Just fast forwarding, Senators made the playoffs. We found out when we were in Brooklyn on Saturday, we had played an afternoon game against uh, Philly. And we were like, we can't watch this. If we know what happens, it's going to ruin. Yeah, if we lose, we'll be like, Yeah. So at that point, all we had to do was get one point. Just one point because Boston... So we got to talk about the John's Pizzeria first. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so Boston, we needed Boston to lose mm-hmm. to help us. Anyways, Boston ended up losing Thursday night. Yeah. So Saturday was the last game day for regulation hockey. We needed at least one point to clinch a spot. Mm-hmm. If we lost our game and Boston won, we would be out of it. So here we are being like, shit, because it wasn't like a given. We had to get a point, which yeah. was very tough to do. We're sitting in this uh, bar in Brooklyn, and we're like, fuck, should we check? Should we not? A TV was on that had a hockey game on. Totally. I'm like, if we lose, it won't ruin the trip, but it will be like... Sad. We'll, we'll be sad, and like we won't know if we'll be yeah. in the playoffs till later that night. So I'm like, fuck, let's see if there's Wi-Fi. We turn on the Wi-Fi on our phones. And our friend Chris is like... He, our friends are really good to some degree. They're like... They know we PVR games, so we don't check stuff like yeah. automatically. So like our friend Chris was like... So, uh, uh, do you want to know what happened today? And I was like, what? (laughs) Like, no. And then he's like, I was like, okay, fine. Just tell us kind of thing. Because I feel like if it was bad news, nobody would say anything. Well, you said that. And then I went to go check the score. And so what I did was I was very nervous. So I put my finger over the score on my phone. And I was very strategically first went to see what Philly's score was. Because I'm like, if I go Ottawa... And let's just say they have a zero, I'm like they lost. Yeah. So I put my finger over it and I slowly put it up and I see that Philly has one goal. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, fuck. I'm like, this is a good sign unless we get, got shut out. Yeah. Put my finger up. Do I not see a three next to the Senators? Boom, bitch. And I'm and just like, we clinched a playoff spot. I know. So we're in this like bar in Brooklyn and I was like, literally like, I think we high five like we usually do. Yeah. But I was like, ah! I totally was like cheering like a mofo in my head. And we didn't just crawl in. Like we beat Boston. Boston didn't make it. And we leapfrog Pittsburgh. Yeah. So now, very stressful. Ottawa Senators are playing your Montreal Canadiens. Totally. And Our first game is on Wednesday. Wednesday. And it's, it should be a lot of fun. Uh, we haven't Sean faced them Puff, in like two years. Two years. Sean Puff Batty, diehard Montreal fan. We're going to hopefully watch some games with him, mm-hmm. uh, whoever else, Chris, hopefully come over. Mm-hmm. And then did we not get our asses some tickets to a game today Boom. as well? So, I mean, I hope Ottawa sweeps them in four. Yeah. But if they don't, if we go to six games. That could be a deciding game. We'll be at game six of your Ottawa Senators versus the Montreal Habitants, Taunts, <laughs> whatever their name is. Habitants. So oh, so that's that's all the sports talk you yeah, get. Yeah. Except for this rewind, rewind, rewind. End of the game. It's now ten o'clock. We're hungry. Yeah. We, we didn't eat anything at the game. We just drank. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we didn't didn't even get a soft pretzel or anything. No. So you had the great idea of going back to our favorite pizza place, John Pete's John's Pizzeria. Yeah, because I knew it's like it's trusted. It's true. I felt like it would be up long, and so it's like okay, let's just call ass over there because it's on Broadway. Uh, it's like Times Square. It's like yeah. it's eighth and like forty fourth. Okay. Yeah, right around Times Square, right across from the Shake Shack. Mm-hmm. If you guys want to try out some good burgers totally. and pizza. So we get there, we get in like a corner section, and it's like we both have our sense gear on. I know. I felt so douchey at one point. So I'm like, you want to wear my sweater? And you're like, oh, yeah. yeah I'll put it on. So we're sitting there, and then does not another sense fan walk in in a jersey, sitting like across the table from us. <laughs> And he literally, 
I was like, oh. But he's wearing like an old Spezza jersey, like from like like I don't even know a minor league jersey. Yeah, like, First of all, burn that shit. But then he, you didn't see him initially. I saw him, and then I was like, oh my god, he's coming over to us. So he runs over because at at this point we didn't know if Boston lost, which we needed them to do. He runs over with his phone in our face. He's like, check it out, <laughs> and we look and see that Boston lost. He's like, fucking say. I was like, yeah, and then I did such a nerdy thing. He went to give me a fist bump, and I went to I give, saw- give him a high five. <laughs> It's like, ah, oh, shit, I can't be cool. And then we high-fived. And I'm like, I don't even like to high-five. And then they moved tables. So yeah. they, we clearly lost all credibility with these people. I think all these other people in the pizzeria are just like, what the hell are these people doing? Totally. So that was fun. We go home, get some sleep. We're wired. Wake mm-hmm. up Friday morning. Dun, do, 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 and do. Friday, we decided that we wanted to go... We had to find you some nail polish, right? Okay, so for those of you... This is also not all about nail polish. No, no. But, um... My friend Rocky, for my oh. birthday this year, she got me, like, a bunch of stuff, but then she got me this nail polish called Butter by London, mm-hmm. and it's awesome. It's, like, pretty – it's decently expensive, but the thing, like, one – if you paint your nails once, it, like, lasts for, like, a week and a half, which I play a lot of instruments that I scrape my nails against things, and trust me, I have to paint my nails, like, sometimes, like, three times a week. I don't envy it. So John and I are, like – Let's go and find, like, the snail polish. So we're in Toronto. We go to, like, five different Sephora's across the GTA. Yeah. None of them have it. Some don't carry it. Most people are out of it. And they're like, we don't know where we're getting shipments in. And then we go to one, and they're like, oh, they're like, oh, I don't know how we came up. We're like, oh, let's try Sephora in New York. Yeah. Kind of thing. They're like, oh, yeah, they'll definitely have it. You think the Big Apple. We definitely go to, like, two Sephora's and, like, one in Union Square, I think. One in Times Square. Yeah, we, went, we just went, we went, actually, we went to three places. Mm-hmm. And all of them were like, no, try this place, try this one place. One place, did, one girl didn't even know about it. And so, like, one girl was like, oh, my God, that's, like, the best nail polish. Yeah. And they, she didn't have it. We finally find this nail polish after, like, eight locations. So, we ended up walking from our hotel to Union Square, mm-hmm. which was... Almost, it was like 30 blocks. It was a nice totally. long walk. We wanted to see the city. We walked down a couple streets we mm-hmm. hadn't been before. Mm-hmm. And we finally make it and we finally found my nail, nail polish. polish after like two countries and 10 locations or something <laughs> yeah. like that. So that was cool. And then we, we had never been to Union Square. No. Walking around there. Am I not on Instagram today? You know who was hanging out there today? No. With flowers? Zach, Zach Braff. Really? Being like, I got, it's like happy flowers from Union Square. I'm like, God damn it. Like, Remember I said those flowers are pretty too. Exactly. Oh, man. So it was just like, that was a great area. We're just kind of walking around. We almost made it to Soho. We didn't even like realize how far south we had gotten at that point. And then we're like, oh, we should go and eat something. Yeah. So we walked. Uh, to this great, this nice little bar. It's called Tank House. Tank House. And it was one of those places. Or Tap House. Tap House. Yeah. Tap, tap House. Somewhere. Tap House. Yeah. And it's like, I just wanted to like eat some food and have a Coke because yeah. we're not big drinkers when it's just like you and I. <laughs> some might say that oh, this trip was different. <laughs> but it's just you and I. Like, we like to have fun and have drinks with friends. And yeah. But, but if it's just you and me, we don't typically drink. But we walk into this bar. It's like, oh, we'll be insulting if we don't get a beer, beer. or something. And then I look at their... What's on tap? I see shock top, which I like a lot. Do I not ask for a shock top? And she's like all offended. She's like, we don't have that. Well, because it was like a craft house or something. So I'm like, why do you have the tap for shock top? And it's a very distinctive tap. It's an orange with a mohawk and sunglass. It Were almost you looks- wearing your glasses? 
Oh, no. So that very well could have been like... Yeah, but you confirmed the shock top. I did not confirm it. I had no idea where you were looking. You kept saying mohawk, and I'm like, does he mean like a real mohawk? An orange mohawk. I have no idea what you're talking about. So anyway, so that was fun. And then we walked back to the hotel. Turned out we walked like 80 blocks almost. Yeah. And then after that, we wanted to take the subway down to Soho area mm-hmm. because later that night we were going to go to the comedy cellar, right? Totally. So there's a couple of stores you want to go to in Soho. Yeah. So I love watching What Not to Wear, which is now officially done, which is so sad. But I always end up seeing like these stores on What Not to Wear and I'm always like, oh my God, I want to go to them. They're like obviously like little boutique shops. So I gave the list of them to John. John looked up, like, all their addresses. Yeah. We ended up going to, like, one of them. It was closed down. It's now, like, a friggin', like, abandoned shop. (laughs) Yeah. We go to another one. It's, like, really good, but they don't have anything I want. We go to another one in Soho, like, almost, like, the same street as, like, the Dash Boutique. And so... So, so yeah. No, I have a story about that I just realized. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, we went to the Dash Boutique, which is the Kardashian store. Yeah. You, you, one of us was a little bit embarrassed to go in there. I wasn't embarrassed to go in. I was embarrassed to take a picture. And I was like, I don't care. I like the Kardashians. I'm taking a picture. Yeah. So I took a, pic- a picture of the Dash uh, store with the Dash sign. Yeah. When I zoom into this picture, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to post this on Facebook. Is this not the creepiest thing? So inside the D, there's this little weird white guy staring at me. Look at this picture. When I zoom yeah! in. <laughs> Go to Facebook.com slash Live605. When I zoomed in on this picture, there's this weird, creepy white kid staring at me through the, the it, D letter. It's not John's reflection. No. And I'm like, whoa, so that's weird. So from there, we went to go check out where the comedy cellar was. Yeah. Because we were actually going to meet up with one of your New York friends. Yeah. So one of my friends, uh, Jason from work, he lives in New York. Mm, and lucky. so Lucky him. And so we were like, oh, okay, let's rally um and hang out because i physically like it's almost like a pen pal relationship i never really get to see him that often and so we said um we're gonna go drink around the comedy cellar just because we have a show at seven yeah so we were looking for a bar to meet up with Mm -hmm. and comedy cellar if you've ever been there that whole area there's like a whole strip of like bars and comedy clubs Mm -hmm. it's like mcdougall street or some shit like that so Wait, for those of you guys who don't know what Comedy Cellar is. Okay. Uh, everyone knows who Louis C.K. is. Big, big comedian now. He has a show called Louis. If you've ever watched Louis, the intro is him walking down. It's getting off the subway, walking down New York, and going into the basement of the Comedy Cellar. And the Comedy Cellar is this really famous, tiny cl- uh, comedy club in New York where you it's basically, it's literally in a basement. It's the Comedy mm-hmm. Cellar. And you'll recognize, again, if you watch Louis, he does all his stand-up bits from the Comedy Cellar. Mm-hmm. It's him next to a, a brick wall with a little sign that says Comedy Cellar. So having cut promos and watched the show a lot and really liking the show, I went there like three years ago with the guys being like, we have to go to the Comedy Cellar. I want to do this. Mm-hmm. It's by far my favorite comedy uh, club I've ever been to. So much fun. Great, com- like the best comics in the world, like... Uh, we were talking to Jason. He said he saw Dave Chappelle do a pop in there. Totally. Uh, Louis C.K. pops in. Yeah. All these giant comics will pop in or like mm-hmm. do sets regularly there. Chris mm-hmm. Rock, mm-hmm. Uh, Adam Sandler, like it goes on and on. Totally. So that's where we were going. We got tickets. Unfortunately, it was Friday. We could only get the early 7 o'clock totally. show. 
But uh, whatever. So you found this great bar to go to, though. Yeah, it's called the Malt House. The Malt House. I think. And it was, like, super good. Like, we ended up hanging out in there, rallied with Jason. And then he's like, okay, he's like, let's go to another pub right now. Let's go grab one more somewhere else. I don't even know where the hell we were. We walked down to, like, a basement. Yeah. And it's like, at this point, we had already had a drink for lunch. We had a few. I think we had three drinks. Yeah. At this one bar with him. And then we went to the second bar and chugged, like, another beer. Yeah. And I'm like, you know me, I can be hungover after two beers. <laughs> yeah. And it's not even, it's like 6.30. 6.30. And there's a two drink minimum at, at the, comedy, the cellar. comedy cellar. And so I think it was just like, we go into this one bar. I have no idea where we are. We throw our shit in a corner and just stand and drink. Yeah. And like, I didn't go to the bathroom at all today. Like, it me was, either, it was crazy. And so it's just like, we've had so much liquid in us. And then we're finally, like, we hang out with Jason. We're like, oh, fuck, we have to go yeah. kind of thing. So we run back to um, McDougal Com- Street yeah. to go to the Comedy Cellar, line up. We totally get in, okay, get a table. And now we're basically, like, in line with the stage. Stage left, pretty much. Mm-hmm. So you've never watched Louie or you didn't know much about the Comedy Cellar? No, just from, like, what you guys have told me. So what was your, like, initial thoughts? Like, the atmosphere, the vibe, all this kind of stuff? It's so cool. It definitely lived up to the hype of what you guys were saying and everything. I also liked it a lot better than, like, a Yuck Yucks or, um, like, an Absolute Comedy or, like, even Caroline's. Because it just felt more, like, small and intimate and everything. I loved where we were sitting because we could see the door. Yeah, you you could see the comics... Coming like waiting to go on stage mm-hmm. next. The host would be like he'd flick a light for the guy on stage, be like put his fingers up totally. two, two minutes. But then I think like like I thought all the comedians were great. But <laughs> but about okay, so we got there with like two minutes to spare. Like the show started right away, and I'm mm-hmm. like shit. I'm like I gotta piss. Yeah. And then it's like oh god, we had to do a two drink minimum. And I'm drinking, and by, like, the third comic, the thing is, you don't want to get up during a comic set. No, you're going to get targeted. Get targeted. But the whole time, we're also, like, kind of squished in the corner next to a few other people. Like, it's not easy to get to the washroom. We were stuck beside a couple who were, like, the biggest posers in the world. Like, the guy was, like, so... He's, like, in a suit and everything. The chick's just, like... Uh, I don't know, like a Hills wannabe. She's a Hills wannabe, but what made me laugh was every time any comedian made a joke, the guy would repeat the joke. And I was like, okay, I don't need you to like fucking Memorax every joke. Like just absorb it. Yeah, it's like, oh, he said he crossed the street. (laughs) (laughs) It's just anytime anyone repeats a joke, it's just like you're so far away from being a funny person. Like, I don't know, it's just like is comedy so foreign to you that you have to repeat it? (laughs) Just to like, and that's the thing, just to absorb what they're saying. So either way, we're both like, oh my God, We've had so much to drink. So I've been there once before, and when I went with Sean and Dan, we were on standby for the late show, which was like 1230. So it was our first day there. We had been drinking like all night, so we were pretty tanked when we went to the show. Mm -hmm. So again, when I was there the first time, I had to like pee my D so bad. (laughs) So luckily I knew where the washroom was. It was Mm -hmm. the complete opposite side of where we were. Mm -hmm. And the whole time, like this one comic's up, and I'm like, all I'm thinking is like, I got to go like drain the main vein. Mm -hmm. And Thank God, halfway through, you kind of leaned in and was just like, do you know where the washrooms are? Yeah, I was I was literally going to burst at the seams. So I think it was, okay, I'm going to sneeze again. Pause it. <coughs> so I was like, okay, when the comic gets off, I'm like, follow me, let's go. Mm-hmm. We run to the washroom. It's like the best feeling ever. I, I don't need to tell you what I did in the washroom. No, like, you know ew. What I <laughs> so I come back. And anyway, so that was that. Like, we had to pee I so think I bad. missed that whole comedian. Like, that's how much I felt like I was, in, like, being, like, like seven drinks worth of, yeah. like, in the bathroom. So uh, so let's just talk about some of the comics. 
the host, uh, his name was Keith Robinson. He's so funny. He was so funny. I'd recognize him. I think he had, I'm pretty sure he's been on Louie. Mm-hmm. But, like, I know the name from, like, podcasts mm-hmm. and con- this and that. So, I liked him a lot. Mm-hmm. He was fantastic. He was a really good host. He did some great crowd totally. work. Uh, they also, there's a guy named Joe Mackey who was on Last Comic Standing. He was, like, the really weird white guy who had the weird voice. Oh, okay. So, that guy... Um, I never watched Last Comic Standing and stuff like that, so I don't know his shtick. Yeah. But I remember before when we went out with Jason, he was like, oh, you know, a lot of comics now do that depressing, self-deprecating thing. Yeah. And I actually equally hate that because I find, like, a lot of women comedians do yeah. that and it annoys me. Or, like, even when we went to Yuck Yucks, one guy did that and he got, like, all, like, swarmy yeah. in a corner. And then he was the one who got into the fight with that drunk chick. Right. And so I just find it's, like, it's been done. Okay, you're big and awkward. Oh, yeah. okay, you'll make a weird sex joke. Right? And I found, like, he was just doing that. So he wasn't my favorite. Like, he had some funny things. Yeah. But he wasn't my favorite. No, uh, she was all right. Then I was super excited because I'd seen what the lineup was. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, a bunch of comic- comics I knew, but no one knew. I was just like, oh, my God. Yeah. Again, why the comedy seller is great. You get pop-ins by really big comics. Mm-hmm. And I was super excited because Jim Norton, who isn't necessarily a household name, mm-hmm. but he's a huge, really big comic. Like, yeah. And he ended up doing a set there, and he was like, That's he was huge. really, really funny. I, I thought he was really funny. He's been on like Louie. He's from the Opie and Anthony radio show, mm-hmm. like a whole bunch of things. Like he's a huge, really, really big comic, and he mm-hmm. did like, he did like, I think he was probably working out material because mm-hmm. a lot of these times when they do pop-ins, they're working material out. Because his whole mm-hmm. thing was about like talking about being on Tinder. Yeah. But it was super funny. Like I thought he was great. Yeah. And then the headliner that night was a guy named Tony Woods. Who again was like super funny. Like he was hilarious. He was funny. It was just like I think there's what maybe six comics. Yeah, a lot of fun. Just like I had a blast there. I I I've been there twice, and each time it's like the best experience. It was really funny because I guess during the Tony Woods, Woods guy, I was looking at the doorway again, and then I saw Judah Freelander. Ah, oh, from Thirty Rock. And Frank. I was like, Oh my god! He was right? doing the eight thirty show, which I couldn't get tickets. Yeah, to. and so I was like, Holy shit! So I thought that that was like really cool because it's like. I don't usually, like, I don't know a lot of comics by, like, name. Yeah. I can, like, visually get them. And so, like, I loved 30 Rock. I know. So I was just like, oh, my God. That right? So cool. that was, like, really badass. And so, yeah, like, that day was, like, just super fun. So, again, like, day two, uh, we do that. We go out to, like, an awesome Italian restaurant for spaghetti and meatballs <laughs> and all this stuff. And we go home, and it just, like, ends up being, like, another awesome, cool day in New York. Totally. So now, uh, I think also the, uh, when we were hanging out with your friend Jason, we're like, oh, we're trying to figure out what to do on Saturday. Yeah. He's like, you know what you guys should do? Check out Brooklyn. But also, I think, did he suggest the ferry ride? Yeah. So when we were on the subway going down to the Comedy Cellar um, that night, and we hadn't seen Jason yet, we were on the subway, and there's like a giant map of like all the New York boroughs and everything. And I was just like looking at it, and I'm like, Oh, I'm like, we should totally go to Brooklyn, yeah. right? And I said to you, I was just like, oh, it would be something, like, neither of us have done before. Um, we had been in New York a bunch of times. So we just haven't taken the train or anything out there. So I was trying to see, like, what train would get us there. Yeah, yeah. And stuff. And I was like, oh, we can ask Jason about it. And so Jason suggested, he's like, oh, why don't you guys do the ferry instead? Because, like, unlike the Toronto ferry that just <sighs> for Porter... It actually goes to, like, the different areas, like, along the East Side River. So, uh, Saturday actually ended up being, like, 
the most beautiful day. Yeah. It was super warm, so sunny. Sun. Not a cloud in the sky. We ended up walking down 3rd Street again? Yeah, we walked we walked down from we walked from 42nd to 34th. Yeah. And then over to like the water like past first like But we ended up first having the best New York oh, bagels. My god, that was the best bagel I've had in a long time. Yeah. I, I don't remember what it was called, but it's just like Bagel time. Bagel time is like a big bagel with big ass cream cheese. I could have just gone to town on it all yeah, day. Yeah, it was super good. And then we just like walked to the ferry, which was like really close. Like I just think like our hotel was like perfectly situated perfectly next to everything. And so we get to the dock, we buy like one ticket, and then we get on this ferry, which we got mistaken for locals. We PS. did. There you go. Somebody was oh. like, does this uh, ferry take you to South Williamsburg? And I'm like, oh, it does. It also takes you to North Williamsburg exactly. if you want to know about <laughs> that. So either way, we get on this ferry, and it was so lovely. We sat at the back, and we took the ferry like all the way down to like, um, what is it, like Pier 7, Yeah, Pier, Pier 11, kind of like where Wall Street is. Mm-hmm. Uh, around like somewhat around like the Freedom Tower. Yeah. But it's pretty not too close. It's close enough where you can see the Statue of Liberty as totally. well. Totally. And so like it was just really nice to be out in the sun. John failed to put sunscreen on everywhere on his face, and how has two red horn looking things no, coming put, out of his forehead? I put sunscreen on my face. I just didn't put it like on my temple. What? <laughs> your face. I thought my big flipped up hair would block the sun from it. <laughs> Wouldn't Turn. your flipped up hair not block the no, sun? No, because I figured the, the sun's coming from behind it. It's like smashing against the top of my head. <laughs> no! <laughs> so either way, we are on this boat. It was so much fun. We ended up like getting off at like Pier 7 or 11 or something. and like, Pier 7 11. Right. And walking around Battery Park a little bit, yeah. which was really nice. And then we hopped back on the ferry. And we just got off at North Williamsburg. Yeah. And we were supposed to meet Jason again. So North, North Williamsburg is basically like that's Brooklyn area, right? Yeah. And we had never been to Brooklyn. I had never been no. there. We did actually equally like I kind of half-assly looked up stuff the night yeah. before, but I didn't write any of it down or remember any of it. Well, this is the whole thing. Our whole trip. This is why I've been. We've been there a few times now. Yeah. We've seen the big touristy things, Times Square and Bryant Park, like MoMA, like Bryant Park, Central Park, Washington we, Square, etc. We've been to all the big touristy places, taken our pictures. Mm-hmm. Now we just knew areas like let's go to Soho, let's go to Brooklyn, and just yeah. walk around. Discover There's so much like culture and stuff to take in when you're in New York like you're never gonna be able to do it like in a trip like so our thing is is always like just trying to be immersed with like a scene almost more and like kind of like just like dick around like locals to be honest like so we ended up just getting off at North Williamsburg no idea where to go no we have no idea so we're just like let's walk north which is equally not north it's actually let's walk east. east and so we're walking and then we just end up like you could, we followed some hipsters because we figured we Some would, hipsters, it was all hipsters. It was all hipsters. So we ended up following these people just to see like where they were going because we felt like we would go to like similar places. And so we ended up losing them at some point. Yeah. And like just catching our bearings and I couldn't get a hold of Jason. But then I actually ended up taking us to like the actual like hotspot street. Yeah. Which was great. Huge. And so we ended up walking down Bedford. Mm. Um... Which is like a ton of great shopping in New York or in Brooklyn. And then 
um, what you call? We went to like record shops. We went to like a few clothing boutiques, and then I was like, "Oh my god, I'm getting hungry!" Yeah. Right? So we were like, "Oh, let's go just eat somewhere." And so we went to one place that was like ram packed. We were like, "Oh fuck it, we can't sit here, so let's just go down the street." We ended up finding this place called Biblio, mm-hmm. and Jason finally messaged us and is like, "Oh, we'll totally I'll bike and meet you." Yeah. And so we ended up getting burgers there. That's where we found about the found Senator. out Sens making it. And everything. Jason finally comes to meet us. Hold on. We had a, a bit of a kooky waitress there as oh well. Oh, my God. Yeah. Because you're in Brooklyn, especially this area is like extra hipstery. Yeah. We had like this flower child hippie. From New Zealand. Chick from New, Ze- New Zealand who was super nice. But she's just like very floaty, airy. And I think she just, started like dancing at yeah. one point. She's like. Like flower child dancing. You're like, oh, can I get the password for the Wi-Fi? She's like. Yes, and she's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk with my American accent. It's uh, burgers and beers because no one understands. Yeah, I'm talking my New England accent, <laughs> New Zealand. <laughs> and then she's like, It's beautiful. This isn't. This is like London accent. Yeah. She's like, It's beautiful out there. I'm just gonna go dance around with my. I'm off in half an hour. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't think that's a London accent. I think that's a Southern Belle accent. Boom. So. That's also gonna be our previously on. Let me mark that shit down. <laughs> and by the way, you're the previously on for this week. All you. Oh. So. Okay. Yes. Um. So either way, so that place was great. Jason shows up, and we were like, "Okay, let's go get a drink," because apparently that's all the three of us do. Yeah. Went in New York this vacation, so he's like, oh, "I don't." He's like, "How'd you find this place? It was great." And so I like to say every bar I took us to had great music playing. Oh yeah, fuck! Especially the first bar before the Comedy Cellar. Yeah. It was like Foo Fighters, Foster the People. Totally. Uh, it was like Ed Sharp. Ed Sharp. Everything. Like, so many good. So things. many good bands. So like this band or this bar, Biblio had like Beatles, Bob Dylan, like Arcade Fire, like it was like super cool stuff. Do you want to so, hear my Bob Dylan mixed and then my Beatles impression? Ugh. Hi there, hi there. I'm Bob Dylan. Okay, That's not even close. Hey, anyway, this is Ringo. I'm listening to Live at Six Oh Five, and you love the Beatles. I'm John and I'm Paul, <laughs> but I'm Ringo. Where's George? He didn't make it. What? <laughs> no, you're roots. <laughs> so Sorry. either way, uh, so we ended up going to this place, Juliet, around the corner, which is the first place we wanted to get into. And Jason's like, oh, have you been here? And we're like, oh, we tried to get in here earlier. So I kind of felt like we were schooling him on where to go. Yeah. We ended up getting drinks on the patio, like out on the front, which was great because it was like the first patio we've done this year yeah. so far. A lot of fun. I finally remembered the beer I liked in the States, which is called Blue Moon. Yes. Which tastes just like Shock Top. Totally. But you can't get Blue Moon in Canada, so. I know. So it, it was really great just hanging out on, this, like, the stoop yeah. almost and drinking. And then he's like, okay, he's like, what time do you guys have to take the ferry back? Because we actually had a concert. Yeah. Oh, hold on. Holmes Peace calling home. us. Be right back. Sorry about that. We actually just got a call. This is the second week in a row where... We got interrupted by a phone call from my folks. Mm-hmm. Pleasant turn- interruption. Oh, yeah. No, it turns out Pops Mound is going to be in town for a day on Wednesday. So Woo-hoo! guess who's now watching the Sens game Montreal one. game with us? Perfect. So we'll uh, look forward to that and mm-hmm. everything. So I don't know what, what the hell were we talking I about. I have no idea. We were talking about being in Brooklyn. I'm, oh, I'm we need to get to the second bar. The second yeah. bar. So Jason's like, what time do you guys have to take the ferry back? Because we had exactly. a concert. Boom. But then he's like, okay, he's like, there's this awesome German bar. I want to take you guys to. Lost is German. <laughs> and so I was like, okay, in my head, I'm thinking like a German bar that's like 
Kind of like some of the ones we've gone to in Toronto, like a yeah. Versed or... Versed. Like any kind of like little Irish pub. Mm. Like super chill, there's tables, Chow. you get a good stein. Stein. We literally go to this bar and there's like a huge lineup, but then we get in and it is ram-packed. It mm. is like, and there's like different rooms and stuff like that and there's like... um what you would call it, like picnic bench seating or like Hogwarts style seating. So kind of like how they have at Verst in Toronto. Um, everyone just kind of sits together. It's like galley style, which is awesome. But we go into the back, get a bunch of, get another beer or whatever. And then we end up going, thank you. John just got me mini eggs. I think we both got hungry at this. We both got hungry at the same time. So I'm just going to mm-hmm. curb my hunger with a couple of mini thank eggs. Thank you. Um, so either way, so then we end up going in here and it, all of a sudden this like crazy awesome like New Orleans style band called Lucky Chops starts playing and it is like a friggin' free for all. It is a party. Mi- it is a party. Mardi Gras in Brooklyn. Totally. It was like five o'clock and everyone's just going insane and there's like, everyone's like basically our age or a little older kind of thing. Like there's older, younger, doesn't matter. If we didn't already have NYC mustard on the beat, mm-hmm. this title would have been called uh, Mardi Gras in Brooklyn. Totally. It's another good title. Mm. Save it for another time we're in New York. Totally. Like I said to you, I was like, this place is insane. I posted some pictures from uh, the bar. If you, those of you guys who haven't been there yet, I can't remember what it's called now. Hold or on. For those of you guys who don't follow Val on Instagram, might as well go follow her now. Exactly. Get it's called Raid Gast Hall and Beer Garden. Mm-hmm. And so it was unbelievably cool. And so we ended up staying there for like another hour or so having some drinks. Mm-hmm. And then we had to take the ferry back. But I said to you, I was like, oh, my God, I wish a place like this existed in Toronto because I would love to do my birthday or like your birthday there. Like, it almost makes me want to do your birthday at worst, if worst could have been like that. And this was Saturday at, like, 6 o'clock, and it was bumping. I can Mm -hmm. only imagine Saturday at, like, 11 o'clock how, like, ferocious that would be. Totally. And so we ended up having to haul ass back to, um, what you want to call it, the ferry, because we had to go get ready for a concert. Yep. So, uh, but once again, did you not learn your lesson the night before, drinking steins and beers all day? I know. And did I not? I learned my lesson. I frantically had to run to the washroom and pee yeah, my before we but left. but I didn't have to. I know, but I knew how much we drank, and I knew we had a ferry that was going to take some time. Mm-hmm. And I think I even mentioned, do you need to use the ladies' room? And, and you're like, like no. nope. And then do we not, when we get to the ferry, <laughs> are you just like, oh, i got to use the washroom again? Yeah. And there's no bathroom on the boat. Nor would I ever go to it if there was. <laughs> yeah. So. So anyway, so then. We had to like haul ass back <laughs> to the hotel. So we make a mad dash for the damn hotel. Yeah. And I was just like, oh my God. Like I am like at this point, like I think, what is it? You're 90% liquid your body or something. I was yeah. like 150% liquid. Like mm-hmm. I could feel beer in my toes to like my forehead. Yeah. And so literally go get ready. I think we sat for like half an hour. Yeah. Or something. And then we're like, okay, well now we have to haul ass to Webster Hall. Yeah. So uh, hop on the subway, take it down Union Square, which we were at earlier uh, the day before. Mm-hmm. And so we got tickets because we like to do things. We like to be busy and have fun. But I think this also just goes back to, and like, I know a lot of people like, you know, going to see museums, going to do, like, I don't even know, like, lectures and different things that yeah. are, like, quintessentially New City-esque. But I think for John and I, we really do try and just, like, live like locals wherever we go. For sure. So it was, like, awesome. And, like, our friend Miranda is the same way. 
um, like being in Paris, we went to go see a concert, which is something we would do in Toronto. Yeah. So it was like really awesome. Every time you've gone to New York, you've gone to see a show essentially almost. Mm. And so it was great because we were just trying to find what artists or bands we like are playing that weekend. And our band that we like a lot called the our Stars They've been playing. a they've been a band of the week before. I don't know which episode or which season, but they are very. <laughs> they've yeah. been they've been really awesome. We both where well, I'd seen them perform a bunch of times in Toronto, and so they were performing at Webster Hall, which was great. Yeah, so I'd never been to Webster Hall, but I knew it's like a famous place as well. Like, it's, mm-hmm. I mean, anywhere you go in New York is basically mm-hmm. famous. It's just like a great venue. So we get there. Probably fits about a thousand. Yeah, probably Maybe about a thousand. Uh, it's but it's small and intimate. Yeah. And we get there, and it's just like really cool inside. I don't know. There's like a balcony. There's like a second floor where people are hanging out. Yeah. And uh, we didn't have to wait too long. We timed it kind of perfectly. We yeah. waited like 15, 20 minutes before Stars came out. Mm-hmm. And Stars came out, and I thought they were awesome. Totally. I liked them a lot. I thought they were really fun and energetic. And I actually haven't read reviews of the show yet. I me need to neither, go check. Actually. I, I need to go that. check that out. But um, I thought they were great. I told you, like, the last show I had seen them perform was at uh, the Queen, El- or Queen Elizabeth Hall. Is that yeah. what it's called? Queen Elizabeth, yeah. Something like that in Toronto. And it's, like, a smaller venue. But the main singer, the guy, was so coked out of his mind. And, like, he was a- turned up a way more than he was on this day. So it was kind of like, I don't know if you thought he was a little wacky or anything. Oh, he's definitely like, wacky and out there and eccentric. But this was, like, insane. Like, this one, he was, like, singing into, like, roses, and he was doing, like, laps on stage and stuff. It was it was insane. But I just, I love Amy Mann's voice. Yeah, I love man. Old Stars kind of thing. Like, I don't know a lot off their new album. It's a lot more dancey yeah. kind of thing and, like, um, techno, I guess. Yeah, and disco. Like, yeah, dancey techno for um, sure. But it's super great vibe. What did you think of the show? Fantastic. I thought, uh, yeah, I liked. I like any group that has like more than one singer, especially when it's yeah. a guy and a girl singer because it breaks yeah. things up. I thought they were fun. I liked that they had good ban- banter at the crowd. Mm-hmm. Uh, they played all the songs. Most of the songs I wanted to hear. There's a few songs I didn't get to hear. Right. Uh, what do you think of the audience? You know, I wasn't as impressed with them, and I wasn't sure if, if it's because they are obviously not as big in the states as yeah. they are in Canada. But I thought people like people would dance and have fun, but yeah. they were they were okay. I felt like they were, the audience is a bit subdued, to be honest. Like I've seen stars at like on the islands perform and stuff yeah. like that in Toronto, and it's been insane. I've seen Amy Mann perform with like other bands, and it's been crazy cool. And I saw the uh, stars perform like I think like four years ago, maybe or something, yeah. and it was like an amazing show like just unbelievable cheering in the audience and dancing and stuff and this one just kind of like it didn't fall flat to me but it felt a little like people could have been in chairs to me right yeah no uh overall though i liked it a lot i'm glad we saw them and it was just like a fun experience to be out in new york I just feel like a little, you just feel like you're a New yeah. Yorker because you're not, it's not like a touristy thing necessarily. But as much as it's like, okay, so I love the show, the actual exiting of the venue bring that up next. almost killed that whole experience for me. So what was it like leaving Webster Hall? So I think the weird thing is, is like Webster Hall, you had to like walk upstairs to yeah, get into walk it. walk upstairs. And so flights. you get into it, but then below it is called like another uh, club, club called Studio or something. And so... We end up, like, getting, like, the lights come on. The, they played, like, a great hour and a half set or whatever. 
And the entrance, which we came in, we were going to exit through because we were standing, like, pretty close to it. And the big banter from the beginning was like, oh, no, only people going through code check come through here. You guys can use the other exits. So he, like, pointed to the all the way to the opposite side of, like, the venue. Yeah. And we're like, are you fucking serious? So we end up going... And, like, it took forever. Like, I was just getting impatient at this point. Yeah, it's like, pretty frustrating. It was really frustrating. And it felt like, I don't know how long it was, but it, it felt like it was at least 20 minutes trying to exit that place. I think the whole reason why they did it is because it takes you through that other bar that's there to try and, like, co-horse you into drinking and dancing. Did and you say co-horse? Yeah, co-horse. No, co I know, I made the joke as a co-horse. Oh, okay. Co-horse. <laughs> <laughs> one, one, one more time? No. Uh, so we went <laughs> That's through. the writer, right? So. I got tongue-tied. You know that. <laughs> right. So anyways, we left. Um, We ended up leaving, but it was just, like, so ridiculous because you had to, like, walk through, like, this really narrow staircase that only, like, two by two could go down. And it was, like, such, like, a fucking fire hazard and unnecessary. Like, that just kind of killed it for me. But I also forgot... Um, what you gonna call it? I don't know when we were gonna insert the part on the boat, but oh shit, yeah. Um, but I, I felt like it was a good capture of the day. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's do it now. We recorded a six oh five remote on a boat. Yeah. So let's listen to it. This <laughs> that six oh five remote. You're a fool for this one, baby. Coming to you live from the East City River. This is a remote. <laughs> edition of 605. I am with John on the East River in New York. And we are on our way towards Brooklyn. Brooklyn. We're going to go see if we get in some trouble in Brooklyn. But yeah, we're right now coming to you live from a beautiful ferry just outside of New York, New York. And it's been a crazy weekend so far, as you guys have already heard some of the stories. <laughs> it is now Saturday early afternoon. It's really nice weather here. Yeah, it's perfect. It's like 14 sunny, not a cloud in the sky. And I'm just enjoying this ferry ride so far. What about you? Oh, hells yeah. It's really cool. You just passed Long Island area. And yeah, we're kind of almost close to going under the Brooklyn Bridge. So we'll hit you back up. We saw an awesome Sens win against your New York Rangers. Exactly. Some good stories there. Uh, what did we do yesterday? <laughs> well, I don't even know when this is going to be in the podcast. Oh, we yeah. already talked about uh, New York, New York. This is probably, we're going to go chronologically. Yeah. Chronologically. So <laughs> we've already talked about New York. Yeah. And Comedy Cellar, but tonight we're going to go see the stars. Woo! And yeah, we're just going to go explore Brooklyn, walk around, take another ferry around. Yeah. And I just like being on the water. It's like a perfect day for it. Totally. We have New York as our backdrop. Manhattan's right behind us. We'll yeah. post pictures on Facebook.com. Pretty slash awesome. Live 605. And we just had a really good bagel, too, actually. <laughs> New York bagel. Even better than Druxy's bagels. Yeah, which but... Is good. So. All right. Yeah, I'm sad that we got to go home tomorrow, but we're going to make the most out of today. Whoa, boy, we're slowing down, so. <laughs> yeah, should we yeah. talk to you guys in, in a, a second? This got six or five remotes. You're a fool for this one, baby. Pretty I was, cool. I was really impressed the audio worked out so well, because we were right beside, like, the fucking back of the boat with, like, the propeller thing. Yeah, I know. It, no, the iPhones are pretty good. It just makes me think. Remember when I had like that boom mic into my iPhone? That thing sucked compared to just like the oh, microphone hands on down. here. So, anyways, that was us on a boat, and then after the show, we've got some, like a good slice of pizza mm-hmm. as locals do. Went home, passed out, woke up, and we had to leave for the airport. Ew. So I, I don't know. What do you give the New York experience? Ugh, ten out of ten. Like it was so depressing to come back here. To be honest, like mm-hmm. it, it just was tough. Felt, it was tough, especially because it was like. In the morning, we were in Manhattan, and then 
literally like in the afternoon as soon as we got back here we had to go like grocery shopping and like not do laundry but like clean like our the suitcase and like it just felt like clean the fridge it just it felt way too like back to normal and i'm like oh i know i'm like i miss being new yorkers Totally, and it's just like there's so much more adventuring we could have done. Like so much, there's so much to do. I, I feel like we've done Toronto. Like I feel like we've done we've everything, done Toronto, gone everywhere, right? And it's just like I don't know. It, it's just such a cool vibe. If any of you guys haven't been to New York yet, strongly suggest you go. Yeah, um, definitely just check out the different areas. Like I love Soho. There's so many great shops and like restaurants and bars there. Go to Brooklyn. Everyone mm-hmm. should have their birthday at that German bar. For sure. Um, if I can afford to send 40 of my closest friends to New York next year, I definitely will. Mm-hmm. So. so so that is our NYC experience. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think that's all we can talk about this week. We're at about an hour and 15, hour 20 coming up. Mm-hmm. So why don't we get into the band of the week and we'll end this thing. Okay. Uh, and yeah, so next week basically we'll be talking probably hockey games uh, I'm sure there's going to be so much going on like in our lives that we'll have more experiences for you guys for us to talk about, right? Yeah, or we might have um, guest star actually because if we have friends over on Friday, yeah, maybe we'll that might be our claim to fame day. We'll see, but we can't. We have to watch the game in real time. Yeah. Yeah. So if they come over after work, that's yeah. still an hour. We'll figure it out. We'll Look see at John's what... already hesitant. He he doesn't like talking to anyone. No, it's not that. I just I don't want to miss the hockey game. I don't want to like. We won't. We'll figure that out. Anyways, this is why he only gets 49%. No. So the band of the week, <laughs> the Mumford and Sons. Oh. Because you said I didn't play him when I should have last week. No. Right? It only makes sense. Like, one would think that this is how I would interpret it. Interpret it. I don't know how to say this word. Interpret. You make fun of me for saying cohorse. Oh, it's really funny if you actually re-listen to the boat uh, remote. You actually say chronologically the worst way. <laughs> so I can't say way. chronologically. I can't say common law. I just cannot <laughs> say things. So either way, I thought you would have made Mumford and Sons the band when we went to the secret show. Because no, that only seemed logical to me. It's such a big band, though. They don't need our, This is more like to help out smaller bands or stuff like that. That's never been or your band, purpose. Or bands that you've never... Yeah, it's, it's mainly been for bands... That people maybe never heard of because when I used to watch the Brendan Leonard show, mm-hmm. he would have bands of the week of indie artists you never heard of. Mm-hmm. I don't know why you're giving me duck face right now, but <laughs> I've only played like one Rick Ross song. That's because it was a good song. Mm-hmm. So anyways, this is the song I said at the show would be their next single and it was. It's called The Wolf and it's from their album called Wilder Minds, which comes out in like three weeks, I think. Such a great track. So why don't we listen to The Wolf by Mumford & Sons. If you want to get in contact with me and check out some cool pictures from New York or any other of the happenings that we've had over the past uh, couple seasons, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter. It's ValGomez23 with a Z. And I am on all those social medias as Camp, and then most importantly, Facebook.com slash Live605 to see the pictures we just all talked about and uh, all those fun experiences. Yeah, buddy. So until next week, I'm your podcaster, John. I'm Val. Be easy.
John Mallon and Valgo 